The following program is rated MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the five minute warning. I don't know what transpired because you don't see, you know, there's no moment where it seems like somebody cut him off. You hear somebody beep a horn and that's it. But I, I've never seen anyone go from gangster to bitch in a quicker time than this guy did. everything and nothing at all that's everywhere you don't want to be it's Ruben Mo B and on the ones and twos AG Welcome everyone to another episode of the five minute warning we back, y'all. It's been a couple weeks. And, you know, last week, a couple important things were happening, like the Super Bowl, stuff like that. So, I figured, why do a show? Because nobody's going to be watching us. Everybody's going to be watching the Super Bowl. And what a Super Bowl it was. Once again, got my man, my mellow, AG in the house. What's going on, AG? What's happening, y'all? I got asked after you finished you talking about the Super Bowl, I got my little bones to pick about that game. All right, all right. Moby will be with us shortly. So I will have to say, it was a really good Super Bowl, you know, as far as the, the game on the field and stuff. So I'm very happy with that. Um, it was entertaining. And it even came down to the last minute. So I was very happy with that as a whole. You know, congrats to the Los Angeles Rams for getting that dub. Um, and yeah, you know. So, so what you got, AG? Hey, there's what's Mo-B. happening, player? Popping up, popping up in his house. What's with going on, Robo? Look like he just finished dinner. So no, I'm, still, I'm still eating dinner. Oh, okay. So, AG, what 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 bone you got to pick, bro? Well, this is the thing, man. I'm not. I don't know enough about football, and I'm learning. But what I have noticed about analysts and pundits about any game, especially this game. It's like we're watching two different things. And what I mean by that, I saw Matthew Stafford ball out most of the time when he was with the Lions. Because if he didn't, they wouldn't have been as good as they were, and they weren't very good at all. So he gets traded to the Rams. And I don't know if it's because of the price the Rams paid or whatever it was, but all of a sudden this dude is like, depending on who you're talking to, he can't play. He turned the ball, ball over all the time. He doing this, he doing that, he doing this and doing that. And I'm like, what's the problem here, man? Again, I don't know football the way I should. I am learning. But the Matthew Stafford I will watch at times with the Lions was like the best player on the field besides Megatron. And the Lions suck so bad and Megatron choosing to stay there, it shortened his career. That's a horrible franchise. They look like they have no intent on winning. But you question that dude when all he needed was a new situation and he has to win a Super Bowl to, to justify who he's always been? Help me out with that. Am I missing something? So I, I will start with, uh, then I'll let Moby get on it. 
I'll start with the interception thing. Now, facts. He led the league in interceptions. Oh, excuse me. He co-led the league in interceptions. Fact. Another fact. It was only 14. So, like, saying that you led the league in interceptions is like saying, at least this year, is like saying that, you know what? You played all right. Because if you if you, if the league leading the interception was fourteen, to me, that ain't Jack worth talking about. Like saying that is even just like you bitter. You ain't got nothing else. What to was say. the ratio? What, tell me you what know? the ratio uh, touchdown to interceptions was. Oh, I think he had like 35, 40 touchdowns. So basically, more than twice as much. Yeah, it wasn't horrible. The problem with Matthew Stafford um, in the regular season is, especially at the beginning of the season. Well, no, let me change that. In the middle of the season, he just didn't show up when he should have. So, like, in the middle of the season, I would say games um, 7 to 14, he didn't do very well because when it was time for him to, you know, get a first down, he threw a pick. Or he threw a horrible pass. Now, in the, in the Super Bowl, he, there are a couple passes. Everybody's like, Bro, who are you throwing to? Because ain't nobody there. But that happens. So I would say the people who complain about Matthew Stafford um, this year, I mean, you're kind of looking for stuff. Now, Matthew Stafford is helping you, but I don't think Matthew Stafford was so bad where everybody's like, oh, he's the worst, he's the worst quarterback in the NFL. Because I can tell you, like, I can name like five off the top of my head that were worse than Matthew Stafford. Well, see, here, there, so, here lies the problem. When you talk about Matthew Stafford, the way they were talking about him, he sounds a lot like the same things people were saying about Jimmy G. And you're putting them in the same category, and I'm sitting here going, you're kidding me, right? Hold on, man. First of all, there is no comparison between Matthew Stafford and Jimmy G. I didn't say that. Jimmy I G. said. Okay. I'm just making sure we understand no, no. that. Listen to what I'm saying. The way they chose to talk about this dude, if you're just a passerby or if you're listening to this stuff every day and you don't know the stats because you don't see him play very often, they sound like the same level quarterback and I know better. And I'm just like, why? Is it is it is it because we have a penchant as, as human beings to say what you're not? Always try to make you less than? Or do you have? Do you just run out of stuff to talk about? So you nitpick and you split hairs. So one answer to that is the Chris Collinsworth effect because he sucks. And the second thing I'll let Moby get into, or I can't yet. So well, he'll let me know when he can read, when he can get into it. But you don't have to. You don't, yeah, you don't man. Have to I, what, I think that go on, you don't have to say Chris Collinsworth because Mina Kimes is a mean woman. So just there's that. Whoa, She's man. mean, man. I like Mina Kimes. I- is it mean or did she tell the truth? I didn't truth? say that she didn't tell the truth, but I said, like she said about Jimmy G, and this is a quote. It's like, he's that dude that take credit for a science project, a group project, and don't do nothing. I thought that was... But she ain't lying. That's not true, man. That's just not true. It's not, it's not that false either. Man, <laughs> didn't do no work? Come on, man. I... You know what? I don't know. But if that's true, okay. I got to accept that. I don't know the game well enough to defend myself. I'm just saying, wow. Okay. NFC Championship game, the Super Bowl a couple years ago, I, I'm lost. 
but okay. That's just like saying Mark Sanchez is the best quarterback that's ever played for the Jets. Just because they got to a couple championship games. Mark Sanchez didn't do nothing except be there. All right. And, you know, and, and Jimmy G, same thing. He was just there. I mean, the dude had, like, if I'm correct. They're not far off in comparison. Yeah. He had, like, three touchdowns and, like, six interceptions in the playoffs. I mean, they weren't expecting Jimmy G to take them to the Super Bowl. They were expecting the defense to take them to the Super Bowl. And 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 hopefully Jimmy G can, you know, hand the ball off properly so he doesn't fumble. And he throws a three or four-yard pass to a couple of dudes that could turn it into, you know, 20, 30, and 50 yards. So, like, yeah, Jimmy G is not good. I'm not saying he's bad, but, like, if you're, ask, if you're asking me the top echelon of quarterbacks in the NFL, I can name you 16 better quarterbacks than Jimmy G. Okay. And Jimmy G's just right place, right time. Understood. That's just my personal opinion. Okay. Like I said, need to learn the game Moby? better so I can see what you see. Moby? All right. I, I can... I got a lot about the Mark Sanchez thing. I'm not the Mark Sanchez. I got a lot about, about the Matt Stafford thing. I, I have so much. And AG, you're, you're not really wrong in your analysis about how it seems the narrative changed on Matt Stafford. But the problem is the narrative has been so inconsistent because he's the least scrutinized number one draft pick of all time in football. Okay. Because, I mean, you think about, look, Sam Bradford got heat. And I would argue that Sam Bradford, you know what, didn't was it too far off from Matt Stafford? Cam Newton was the damn MVP, and people couldn't wait to say he was washed just because he had when he had a couple bad games. Everybody goes with the Matt Stafford played in Detroit, a horrible organization. Yes, they're a bad organization, but we don't give Baker Mayfield a pass for being with a bad organization. We say he's a bump. Matt Stafford had probably the greatest physical wide receiver of all time, and he compiled a lot of stats. You know why he compiled a lot of stats? Because they were always behind, and he was throwing the ball a lot. He's been to one Pro Bowl in his entire career, and they give Pro Bowls out to damn near any quarterback sitting for long enough. Like, he's compiled a lot of numbers, but he's never been a great quarterback. He's always been a good quarterback with great physical skills. He can make throws that a lot of people can't make. And I would argue that his arm isn't what it used to be five years ago. Hence the interception he threw when he underthrew somebody because he just can't. He can't. His arm is still better than 90 percent of the NFL. But he really has got by on the fact that he was the highest rated high school quarterback, went to Georgia, never was the best quarterback, even in the SEC. He, became, he was the number one draft pick and he wasn't even the best quarterback in the SEC. But he could make throws nobody else could make. So he was a physical guy. They were like, hey, he can make all the throws. He actually compiled a lot of numbers. He didn't play bad. He's never been a bad quarterback. But the problem is he's a number one quarterback. And then you have so many people on ESPN that have mixed views of him. I got to hear Dan Orlowski act like he's the greatest quarterback ever. And it's like, dude, he's a B-plus quarterback. And there ain't nothing wrong with that. But let's stop trying to make this dude an A quarterback. He's not. He's got A skills, but he he doesn't make A decisions. So, yes, he doesn't throw a ton of interceptions. The problem is when he throws those interceptions, 
they're horrible decisions. And I watched that in college when he had, you know, the the wide the best wide receiver in the SEC for two of his three years there, AJ Green, where basically you just had to throw it in the vicinity. And then he had Calvin Johnson, where basically if you just threw it on the field, he was gonna catch it. And he went to what, one playoff? Like, so you're right. People have started to be harsh on him this year. But that's because they're like catching up for 10 years of criticism that they should have been giving him that they gave every other number one draft pick. Alex Smith took heat. Sam Bradford took heat. Cam Newton takes heat. Jameis Winston takes heat. And I would argue that all of those quarterbacks did just as much based on the talent that they had. Jameis Winston didn't have a Megatron to throw the ball to. I mean, he had some good receivers and no defense and a horrible offensive line. I mean, the, it's it's just it's been inconsistent across the board. So, like, I think you're right. I, I don't think we should be calling Matt Stafford Jimmy G because that's terrible. Like, no, Matt Stafford is a B plus quarterback. Matt Stafford's a top ten quarterback, but just because he won a Super Bowl doesn't mean we need to push him to the top five. And unfortunately, he's gonna make the Hall of Fame because he has a Super Bowl ring and he's got all of these numbers. He's basically the Craig Biggio of the NFL now. Well, you know what. I'm 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 going to accept that because at least you don't sound like everybody else because you don't sound like you're compared. I'm, I'm a fan of him. He he went to he went to Georgia. He was good there. He was never great. He was good. He went went to Detroit. He's always been good. Never been great. He's with a great team now. He won a Super Bowl. He's better than Jared Goff. Hence, they won a Super Bowl. End of story. Still, say, I mean, I guess my we, we don't we don't have to make him a top three quarterback well, see, now. My yeah. analysis yeah. of what Moby was just saying is exactly what my irritation is. Nobody that I heard on a consistent basis said half of what he said. Everybody's piling on. They sound they sound the same, and that's why I said, "Why are you making this dude sound like he Jimmy G?" If that's what Jimmy G is, and he wins the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden they have to shut up about it. Why? I think the problem is that. It, I mean, if I if I may say, Jimmy G gets the horrible rap because when it's all said and done, Jimmy G has weapons. He has legit weapons. He has legit offensive coach. He has the he he's got to at least have half of ability to do what he needs to do. And their way, he find ways to mess what do you mean it up. Like his head coach, like like that guy. You mean like his head coach, like that guy. If if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna say this, we have to bring up Shanahan blowing a Super Bowl because he was cute. Oh man, bruh. I am I am on the Shanahan. I'm probably driving a I don't like Shanahan bus right now. I had to live with that for four my years. My thing is I don't dislike him. I don't really care either way, but my thing is when that guy comes out and says we're gonna draft Trey Lance because we don't know about Jimmy G, I'm like, you are Jimmy G with a with a clipboard and a headset. You lost a Super Bowl for a team that's never won one because you wanted to be cute. You should have ran the ball and won the game. Period. Tom Brady should have six rings, not, not seven. Is that's 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 on you. So I'm like, for real, player? That guy has no credibility talking about somebody being average and we need somebody better. For real? And that's my whole point with this whole industry. Come on, man. But the problem is he's a head coach. I don't care what he is. And he can say he can say things like okay. that because that's what head coaches do. When I'm not saying he's right, and I'm not even saying he's a horrible head coach. I will say he chokes when when the pressure is high. He does the one thing you're not supposed to do, and I don't know why. He says, "Well, 
you know, the numbers say we should do this. Nah, I'm going to do something far in left field. I'm going to do the worst thing possible. And that's what happens. I've seen it multiple times. He's a genius, man. I mean, he's too smart for his own damn okay. good. And that's why he's he doesn't have a Super Bowl. As far as Jimmy G goes, my thing with Jimmy G is every once in a while, he proves that he can win a game. But when it's all said and done, more often than not, he makes the decision. He makes the issue why they lose. And when, if you don't lose the game, you're just a regular quarterback. There's nothing wrong with being Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer got a ring. But that year with the Ravens, he just didn't lose it. The problem is Jimmy G loses games. And you can't have that. And that's why Jimmy G and then getting paid $30 million a year. You can't be losing games and getting paid $30 million a year. Like, that don't work. And so, I mean, that's why, like, I hope to everything. I, I will stick with I will stick with Heineke one more year instead of picking up Jimmy G. That and that's at least we ain't gotta pay thirty million dollars to lose. So that's just my thing on that. Um yes, Moby should be on first take. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I'd hear something different besides it the same ne- crap every day. It would never work. Yeah, you get fired because you know you, you'd let Stephen A know you know what for, but I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, I'd be too busy. I'd be too busy laughing at Stephen A. And you'd probably say something to Mina Kimes, and that wouldn't go over well either. No, no, I love Mina Kimes because oh, me too. She's harsh, man. I think I like great. I like her takes because all her takes are based on numbers and harsh realities. Like she's really critical, but she ain't lying. So what? Like <laughs> if you if you're gonna be critical, you can back it up with like facts and statistics i don't care okay because ah. one thing she doesn't do is she doesn't throw her her feelings and, and, and emotions in it like Stephen a that's my that's always been my beef with Stephen a Stephen a is as critical as his personal opinion of you but he says he's but the funny thing is he says that's not true <laughs> Yeah, he says it's not true, but I can point out several several instances in which it is. Because Lord knows we already talked about how he feels about Kyrie Irving. But yet, you know, when Aaron Rodgers does something, he goes up on a dick sucking tour to to defend Aaron Rodgers. Nineteen minutes in. All right. Hey man, that guy's had two weeks off, man. That guy's had two weeks off. <laughs> That's a that's a that's a new record, man. I'm just saying because Aaron Rodgers is a bad man, and and Stephen A. loves him some Aaron Rodgers. Ah, uh, let's see here. Uh someone completely made up a trade for Deshaun Watson. Eh, whatever. Hey, he, look. Is, he is a great Cowboys troll, but I'll, I'll give Steve, Stephen A. That that I do enjoy uh, watching that. Look, yo. what I say about Stephen A. is I don't necessarily respect a lot of his takes. But nobody does TV better than him. He oh, underst- nah. yeah. he understands what what people are going to tune in to see. And bro, I can't I can't look at that cowboy sad montage enough. Those people on first take, man, they did they did some work with that. You know how many miles he's going to be able to get out of that? All oh, this the next season, it's going to be crazy. They're still playing that crap, and it's been well a month. I mean, they'll play it all season. Um, getting paid, losing games. Ruben went last. When cut his cousin's agent, first of all, whoever cousin's agent is is a beast. He's I respect that dude. That dude, man, because he made that dude more money 
than anybody ever thought he should ever I get. Beg to differ. I mean, literally, I man. Beg to differ. What are you talking? He got fifty million from Washington. He got what one hundred and thirty million from from Minnesota. Dude, Kirk Cousins is not that good. Not to deserve you're, you're all that. A, you're getting availability confused with being good. We've been through this before. Availability and being good aren't always mutually exclusive. Because when y'all paid him, when y'all paid the, when the rest, when the uh, Washington football team paid uh, Kirk Cousins all that money, my first question was, and my last question was, who out there that's available is better? The answer zero nobody that's how he got paid when that contract was up and y'all was fooling around because y'all thought y'all can get somebody better which you didn't which you didn't which goes right back to my argument the vikings said we'll give you a guaranteed contract they treated him like he was a baseball player an nba player and they guaranteed his entire three-year contract for 90 million dollars you know why that happened because there was no one else that good available. Understand that, because you said that $30 million from Jimmy G, there was nobody that the 49ers could get that was better than him pay that man his money. Period. But with that with that being said, I hear you, but the results don't equal the cash that's It doesn't made. matter, because who are you man, going to it get? It does matter. It doesn't matter. Because I'm looking at this. This is availability. This is availability. I Look, I'm going to say this one more time. Because I'm a Cowboys fan. I have been for a long, long time. Tony Romo, to me, is, was a very good quarterback. Everybody else said he sucked. My question to those people, who out there that's available is better than him? The answer, nobody. 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 You don't have to say anything else because I'm right. Nobody. I mean, you're not right, but that's yeah, okay. Right. You just have a different opinion. Okay. No, nah, man. It doesn't. 30 million. Yo, man. I just. Okay. The first year we paid the dude 25, I was fine with. At the very least, he wanted. He, he helped win an By NFC the way, the reason title. y'all had to pay him the that kind of money year? is because it was your fault. You should have just signed him or let him go. You franchised him. Well, I you, agree. You franchised him twice. I agree. So let's stop talking about that. Yeah, the second time, the second time he shouldn't have been franchised. But you did it anyway. I'm on record by you saying it, that. Did it anyway. Yeah, because they're stupid. You know, it's not and, all stupid. And, it's like we don't, no we don't have anybody that's available that we can get that's better than him. Then sometimes you just gotta take it, man. You gotta take You're the so L. Cute. Can I keep you? I mean, whatever, man. You say what you want, but. Just because you should, just because he's the only person available, that don't mean you pay him top dollar. Why do you think Jimmy G might nothing. not get traded over in the offseason? Because Trey Lance ain't that good yet, or ever. That's why it's not Man. done yet. That I'm telling you, Jimmy no, G. Nobody might, wants to pay what? him. Yeah, a lot. A lot of it is money. Man, nobody wants to pay him thirty million dollars. You think he deserves thirty million dollars? Okay, we're back to the. You get what you negotiate. You don't get what you deserve. Exactly. If you would if you would if you would an ugly fat girl, you didn't negotiate very well. If you don't like that kind of thing, I understand that. And I'm telling you right now, a lot of that, this but, is Trey Lance oriented. But the problem is nobody is going to take over on San Francisco's mistake. Okay. If they do trade him, I will almost guarantee San Francisco pay at least half that salary. Okay. 
I'm look like I said before. I am not. I don't. I'm not the level y'all are. I'm not. I need to learn the game more. I learn it more every year. I will always defer to you. So y'all right. I will be wrong. But this whole money thing, yeah, we'll just let it play out. Wow. All right. That's called starting completely off what you're supposed to be doing. Man, we've been gone for two weeks. We haven't gotten off the rails in two weeks. <laughs> really? You really thought this was going to go well? Okay. I did, actually. I thought I was going to do better. But it happens, so we just get back on track. So the question of the day. So can an interracial or interethnic relationship be destroyed by ignorance and or lack of growth? Who would like to start? Yeah, I'll start. All right. Yes. Yes. You have to do extra work. Because you have to work hard enough. My wife brought this to me, and it's, and it's, and it's legit. Um, you got to go to work if you're married, period. I don't care who you're married to. So there's that. When you are with someone that doesn't look like you or did not grow up like you, as far as the ethnicity goes, or religion, like if, if you are with a Jewish person and you didn't convert, maybe they're not a practicing Jew, man, you got to go to work, man. You got to figure it out. And if you don't, and you say something off color because you don't know any better or you didn't do the work or because you're just tone deaf, you'll find yourself by yourself. You got to go to work twice. And you have to be more self-aware through being aware of who you're with. So that's my answer to that question. All right, Moby. I mean, I can't really speak from experience, but I mean, I, it just makes sense that it would take more work because it's a, it's just an added obstacle but ignorance and lack of growth kills every relationship i mean because there's always going to be a difference there's always going to be outside obstacles so yeah i just I, like i said I, like ag said it's just a, it's just another obstacle if religion is the obstacle that that's an obstacle um Sometimes just the way people are brought up is an obstacle. Like somebody came from an affluent family and somebody didn't. That's an obstacle. Though there are always going to be people in that person who didn't come up um, wealthy, saying that the other person stuck up and bougie. And it, look, outside sources ruin relationships. And if you're not strong enough and you don't grow within yourself and your relationship enough, that's when outside influences really hamper it but yeah like ag said like that's you're going to work and like i i guess being in a interracial relationship man that's that's even more people being being an obstacle because no matter how far we know we have progressed as a society there's still a large sect of people and we see it in the polls and voting and and what they stand there's a large sect of people that hate the idea of two people who don't look like each other being with each other. I agree on all accounts. I mean, it's just, you know, I, I, I guess my thought process is before you even get to a situation where you're married, I mean, just to be together, you got to be doing that work because it's not going to be a situation in which, you know, hey, let's go to the mall and and, and walk in the mall and, you know, hold hands and stuff and all that, in which it shouldn't be an issue. But in, in, as Moby said in this world, we still got people who who don't look at that as being the right thing. 
or whatever. So, I mean, the, the biggest thing is you got to do that work before we even get to marriage. If you're not doing that work before you get to marriage, you're already messing up and you're, you're dooming a relationship already. So, I mean, I guess in my opinion, yeah, you just, but you gotta, you just gotta do, you gotta be doing that work from the day to y'all to say that, yo, we dating. The work is probably before that, the work has started. And if, if you are just oblivious to that work, then good luck to you. That's all I I can say. I agree with what you're saying. But a lot of, I'm sure, okay, I guess I'll defer to AG. But AG, I'm sure there were a lot of people who were kind of silent when you were just in a relationship. It changes when all of a sudden, oh, wait, you going to marry them? Actually, surprisingly, no. Oh, really? Okay, so everybody was um, up front from the jump. No, everybody is, you don't know. It's, it's like That's what I'm saying. Like, because like, Ruben said, you just got to start when you're dating. I'm like, yeah. A lot of people ain't going to voice their opinion just while you're dating. Oh, no. What I was saying, you know, with respect to what you're asking was the the waves don't really change on the surface. There's a rip current for real. And I and I and I remember talking to Lauren about this It's like and I've said this on this show many times. It's like, look, just because they smiling in your face don't mean they like what they appreciate for what you did. And yes, you committed a high level of betrayal. You running around with his coon is not cool. It's not. And so I said that, and she's just looking at the dead calm on top of the water. Until one day, a co-worker just told her, it's like, look, I really didn't appreciate what you did. But I really see y'all, and it's like it changed my mind. And it's just like, well, that's great, but a lot of people are not going to change their minds. And that lets you know, because I know the lady she's talking about, and she was very kind to me. But that don't mean she appreciate me, you know, with that white girl at all. And that, people, and that's, people hate what you've done. And, and that was before the, Trump. I'm sorry. Oh, you good? Go ahead. Yeah, and that's the interesting thing. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I decided to date someone outside my race. Oh, I did that shit to you? You did. I mean, I didn't do shit to you. Well, I did, it to my, no, I did it to my mom. I, my mom. Oh, my mom. It was bad. I mean, I no, I understand that. But I'm just saying, like, when it's all said and done, it's, and I'm not even talking about family. I'm talking about, like, outside family. I'm talking about not, not immediate family. Those other people, like friends and coworkers and stuff. Oh, I did this to you. First of all, you're not even in my, like, circle for real. So I don't even know what you're talking about. I did to you. You did that to yourself because you had that thought. I didn't say, hey, I'm dating this white girl. What do you think? Nah, that's not how I roll. And see, and that's the thing where a lot of other people who are not involved in your personal life make it personal for them when ain't none of their damn business. And like, they can be mad and I understand that. But like, man, I have dated interracially and I understand what you're saying. The issues that happened in some of my stuff was more of the immediate family type of deal. So that's what it is. But like, I could give two rats asses about people who are either not in my circle or not in my family or her family, you know, or in her circle. But yeah, these randoms, nah, I could care less about them. But what you said is correct, you know. 
some people take it a front on them and it's like I'm sorry my life messed up your world even though we have nothing you know what I'm saying I do but it's still a betrayal and the funny thing is if, if she you know if, if she divorced me or whatever they welcome her back but just saying she lost her white girl club card it is gone I mean, I replaced it with an Amex card, but that's, that don't mean nothing. I'm pretty sure the Amex card is okay. I'm sure it is, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but just yeah, saying. I mean, you know. That's that team yeah. love out there. <laughs> KB Yako, your own words can be just offended about who you did. De- oh, man, all the time. That's what I said. I told you, I did that to my mom. But I said they're more offended sometimes. Oh, my goodness. And I mean, you know, it's just one of those things where as far as like family goes, you know, that's just yeah, that's just stuff you gotta handle. You know, and it, it sucks. Like I've said it before, my mom's pretty much said, I don't care who you date, I don't care who you marry, you don't wanna gotta sleep with them. Yeah, and but I'm she also like, she also asked you why y'all gotta be with them white girls too. So there's that. I mean, we did have one very, very brief conversation about that. You know that. why you had that brief conversation? Because it, it was, was very bubbling brief. the F over. That's huh? what happened. It was bubbling over. Yeah, but it was a very brief conversation, and it happened once, did not happen again. Because she was through so, with you. Nah, it, it actually went the opposite way. She asked a question, I gave her an answer. All right. <laughs> and that was it. You know, if right. she feels a certain way, I mean, she got my phone number. But hey, it, you know, everybody's different, you know, and everybody handles everything differently. But it sucks either way, you know. Well, all right, let's move to some craziness. Crazy world time. So, first of all, I'd like to apologize. Actually, no, I don't have to apologize. We're doing this different. Two people, two police officers from the LAPD were fired for ignoring a robbery in progress. Now. <laughs> Oh, yes, man. they got what did a call. You say, say, wait a minute, hold on. Say that one more time. Two officers with the Los Angeles Police Department were fired for ignoring a robbery in progress. Okay, was this in a bad neighborhood? Oh no, this is better. Oh, it, the whole thing is better. So it was a busy Saturday, April 2017. A robbery at a, a Macy's department store. You know. Um, multiple suspects they did not respond to the call now their police car was tucked in the back of an alley just feet away from Macy's now they claimed they didn't hear the call on the radio and then you know basically what happened was what do y'all do all oh you know we just do whatever whatever well we hear the call so after you know everything went down you know it was discovered that they heard the call and they agreed to ignore the officer responding to it rather than assist him alright now the reason why they ignored the call is because they were too busy playing Pokemon Go I thought you said they was knocking boots <laughs> Christmas. nah oh jeez <laughs> You know, if they were docking boots, 
at least that would have been a really good reason. Or if they were playing Pokemon Go. Wait a minute, how can you play Pokemon Go and not be moving to start with? Well, they put the car in an alley, and they got out the car and was chasing a little Pokemon on their phone. Well, The little fake Pokemon. (laughs) And I guess, you know, they were doing a whole bunch of other stuff, too. But yeah, so that's that's why they got fired. Those two cops now live in the country of Florida. (laughs) Man, now that was a Californian. That's a long way to Florida. Well, you know. Yeah, but here's the problem. Here's the problem, right? Like, they they appealed. Really? (laughs) Exactly. They appealed because it was like, well, we shouldn't have lost our job because... We were playing Pokemon Go. No fool, you lost your job because you ignored a robbery that was like blocks away from you. So yeah, I mean, is that crazy? Can we can we say that's crazy or is that just stupid and, and shiftless? I mean, I, I mean, think it's it, all of it. Okay, I think it's all of it, and you know, and then they got caught. Is, also, is, on that, the, is that appeal still in progress? Oh no, they lost it. Okay. Um, but they also got caught on their digital in-car video system that, you know... So they had all kinds of proof. Yeah, that they were playing Pokemon Go. Ladies and gentlemen, these are the people who protect us. They How long that. ago was this? Well, people 2017. Were 2017. Okay. I'm just saying, and you wonder why stuff happens in Los Angeles. Well, there's many you know, reasons why things happen in Los Angeles. Yeah, and apparently the the recording on the recording <laughs> it says got him. They caught a they caught a Snorlax and a Togekiss. I was going to say at is. least they catch some good ones. Yeah, some two rare Pokemon. That's just sad. But it's not clear whether the suspects of the robbery were apprehended. Uh, they got the Pokemon, they but they didn't get beat from Macy's. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. <laughs> okay. Um, and two more very quick ones. Very quick. I guess in um, Missouri, they mistakenly sent a bat sign up. What? You Somebody what actually made one of those? Yes. <laughs> and where did this happen? They sent out alerts. Uh, alert. Um... Because this is oddly sounding like a foreign affairs right now. Authorities in Gotham City, Missouri, were searching (laughs) for a purple and green 1978 Dodge 3700 GT. But there is no Gotham City, Missouri, and the car was the Joker's car in the 1989 Batman movie. So then, of course, they sent a thing saying, please disregard. So somebody probably lost their job on that. And I got nothing. And the last one, very quick one. Um, a dude was arrested Monday. Uh, ooh, this was February first. Um, no, I'm sorry, December 28th last year. He snuck into a secure area in a hospital in the no neonatal intensive care unit at a Mercy One Hospital. Misrepresented himself as a baby's father, as a baby's father, not bitch baby, a baby. And he was caught on a video bottle feeding the baby. He broke into a hospital to Bobby to ba- to bottle feed a kid. 
that makes those law enforcement people the cops of the world. <laughs> two two counts of criminal trespassing. They don't know why he did it, but they don't think he was trying to harm the baby. Okay. So, yeah. So just feeding random babies. Just he's feeding a random baby. Just go into the store, get some semolac, and just feeding random babies. I don't like walking upstairs to feed mine. <laughs> And this dude broke in a place to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, man. So, yeah. Our world, regardless of what we talk about, is still crazy. So the days no more. I mean, I I wanted to just do one, but I couldn't do it, man. You should have led with the the random baby feeding, man. You should have led with that one. Does it really matter what order they came in? I don't know. That random baby feeding, man, that was number one. <laughs> well, it's rise and shine time. Is it? Because I, I can't I can't I can't move on from the I mean, you broke into the hospital to feed some babies that weren't yours? The only thing that could have made the only thing that could have made this worse is the dude got busted and then they found out he owed child support. Does it even matter if he's a white dude? I don't think so. I think this is crazy regardless. I mean, I just wanted to say because I don't think no black dude would ever go into a hospital to to just feed babies. Well, see, that leads me into the rise and shine this week. Because the rise and shine this week is called white people-ish. <laughs> you know, that is a great segue. You didn't even know it. People listen to show think we hate white people, and we really don't. No, but I mean, we're just saying. So, you know, I used to feel bad about saying this. You know, or hearing it, but many times it was unmistakable. It was just on the money. So it's like, what can you really do? So, however, you know, I'm just sitting around work, you know, just doing my thing, mindless job. So I have a lot of time to think. So it's like I'm thinking about this, and I'm taking stock, and you know, in the phrase, and why it just sticks to your ribs. You know, what I'm saying, it just it just you just know, and you laugh at it because it's true. Well, see, I came up with a reason for it, and the real reason to me, and I, this doesn't mean that. You know, I I have the answer. It just means I have an answer that makes me feel like it makes sense. So when a person or a group controls a narrative for long periods of time, patterns arise because you're always an audience to whatever rule you're under. Right. So when those patterns are, you know, fairly, fairly or unfairly, when those patterns get attached to, you know, authority figures, it becomes true whether it is or not. So, if you have been running things for 400 years, 500 years, forever, colonialism, imperialism, just so you have the whole world under your thumb, we are watching you. And there are patterns that arise. You do this and you do that and you do this and that and the other. And it happens over and over again. So, This wasn't part of what I was going to say, but now that Ruben has let us know that random white guys break into hospitals and feed random babies that aren't his, because you have set the standard for yourself, that's some white people-ish. That's it. The rise and shine is over. This was not going to last very long. You didn't really learn anything. Everybody knows this. I'm just trying to put a reason behind why is so funny and that was my reasoning 
you controlling the narrative. You're controlling the narrative in every facet of our lives. We're watching you run from a run from a dude with a chainsaw and fall down like every time. We're watching. We're watching all these things. So if it happens 20 times and then we see it, it's like, oh, that's that white girl again. She got killed. We already knew. That's how that happens. Stereo- Sometimes stereotypes are kind of true. So there you are. Rise and shine. Well, all right. Thank you, AD. White people. <laughs> see, I'm telling you, man. That's that, you know. And, and yes, Dre. Hey, ladies happened two weeks ago. And thank you, Mocha Cowboy. You can catch it on the podcast wherever you find your podcast. <laughs> That's right. We there. We there. <laughs> and if you can't find it on your podcast because your your phone or stuff ain't working, www.5minutewarning.com. F-I-V-E, not the number five. So you can listen to the first episode of Hey Ladies as many times as you want. I got you one next week, y'all. Why you tell them that? I, I wanted to go listen to the old stuff first. Well, they're going to want to hear the first one, too, because they're going to want to hear Moby because he's the one that got most upset. Exactly. <laughs> so. Look, look, man, I was I just really, really connected with your hey, ladies. That's all. You really did. I mean, you surprised I me. Was, it didn't shock me at all. Didn't? Okay. No, not at all. And <laughs> as KB Yako saw some teenagers keep slips without shirts. It is time for the venture into Florida known as the Foreign Affairs. I'll I'll just go ahead and start early. Um, Early? I mean, yeah, I'll start. No, start early with this. U.S. stops at Georgia. (laughs) You're going to lead with that. (laughs) I'm leading with U.S. stops at Georgia. Well, he should be leading with that Um, all the time. I've been sitting on this story for two weeks. Two weeks. I wanted to talk about it on our last show because it came up right before, but I I stuck to my guns and I was like, no, I'm going to save it. So, our only story in foreign affairs, only, because this is so Florida. (laughs) So, every once in a while, somebody gives me a story for foreign affairs because i mean yeah i do my research but you yeah sometimes somebody just gives you the research so i got a clip from the wife from the daily show with trevor noah and there's a story that happened in florida and i was just like you know what that is florida this story is florida So a driver had a bit of road rage in his vehicle. Now, we all hear crazy stories about road rage. Rarely do we see it captured on video from the fool who actually committed the road rage. So Eric Popper, who is 30 years old, was charged in a local shooting. Now, he didn't do the gangster thing, which is follow the person home and come out his car and pull that thing out. No, no. <laughs> this man starts off 
singing random pop songs about sucking my penis. Literally, because you capture him in the car. And then, I guess somebody, I don't know, cuts him off, makes him mad, does something. You see him on the video, go to his console in, in the middle and smoothly pull out his gun. Like, he about to do some official gangster stuff. Like, he's got the gun in his lap, like he's hiding it. I'm thinking, oh man, he about to set it off. So the car drives by him. And all of a sudden, this dude who looked like a stone cold killer turns into some flimsy 12 year old who's never handled a firearm before as he shoots 11 times out of his own car into a vehicle who literally is just driving by. He shoots, shoots through his passenger's window. He didn't bother to roll the window down. Shot through his own windshield 11 times. When police captured him, he said, the other vehicle was shooting at me. And he pointed out the bullet holes in his car as if that was proof. On his own video, you can capture how many times he shot the weapon, which was 11, because he emptied the clip with one in the chamber. <laughs> and his car magically had 11 bullet holes, meaning he was the only fool shooting. Now, the gun almost flies out his hands as he's shooting it. And he keeps driving and starts hyperventilating immediately afterwards. So, I just figured, is this not the most Florida thing ever? Everybody got one of them things, but not everybody needs one of them things. Like, he was not built for this. And I can't... In the video clip you see of it, we should post the clip, because it's, it's amazing. But... I don't know what transpired because you don't see, you know, there's no moment where it seems like somebody cut him off. You hear somebody beep a horn and that's it. But I, I've never seen anyone go from gangster to bitch in a quicker time <laughs> than this guy did. Because seriously, when, when I was watching the first part of it, I'm like, oh, man. I'm, I'm like, man, he bought the deal with somebody because he pulled the gun out, had it in his lap all smooth, was looking over his shoulder. I was like, man, it's about to get ugly. And then he started pulling the gun out and his arm was flailing like it was the first time. It, almost like he was masturbating to some invisible penis beside him as he was shooting the weapon. Like... <laughs> Wait a minute, I, I want you to just go back to the part where he said it went from gangster to bitch. I mean I put I put the link on the I put the link on the um thing. Oh man. Seriously, oh, he, man. It, it's it's the most Florida thing ever. And it's another reason why we gotta keep that Florida shit in Florida, man. US stops at Georgia. We can't have all these people who have one of these things out knowing damn well they don't need to have one of these things just making their way across the u.s border and getting into places like georgia and and above keep that florida shit in florida let this scary ass dude with a gun stay in that country and and set it off I mean, he shot through his own window at somebody who was not even shooting at him just driving by the craziest thing to me is didn't you know you were recording yourself with a dash cam? That's that's why this is so Florida. He's <laughs> so immune to his own Floridanism that he's <laughs> like, yo, whatever. 
Yeah, I pulled that thing out and shot at somebody. Oh, oh, we're not allowed to do that. <laughs> well, well, well. Kudos to him because he pulled it out and he used it. So that's one law he did not break. Yeah, but you can't say stand your ground when you're driving. <laughs> It's, it's, it's not stand your ground when you're driving. <laughs> it's also not stand your ground when the other person's driving away from you. Well, that can be debated. Just saying. I guess. That can be debated. I'm going to leave but, that alone. Yeah. So, um, quick foreign affairs, but God, that the video clip is priceless. Anybody who gets a chance to look at it, it's Click the click the link, please. Oh it's, my goodness, it's, it's so Florida. Yeah, cause I, if I'm correct, I'm gonna try to do a dramatization of what happened. He's driving. Do do do. Oh what? Click click click. Pulls the gun out, puts it on his lap. Kind of leans back a little bit. Yep. And puts the gun away. It keeps driving again. <laughs> his wrist went weak. <laughs> it did. It, I mean, somehow his his nine millimeter was too powerful for his arm because he didn't have a forty five. He clearly had a, a clip. I mean, it had to been a nine because I can't imagine him holding anything else. And, and, and if I'm not mistaken, I think he actually closed his eyes as he was shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, so yeah, it's it's great. I, I don't got the singing, so I can't help you with that. But yeah, that that dude, that's that's a video worth watching. Thank you, Moby, for another. Don't thank, awesome don't thank me. Thank Florida, because you just stopped <laughs> <in Georgia. laughs> Thank you for reminding oh, us why they, we got to protect our borders. Uh, that's right. KB Yako, homie hit nothing but his own car. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? 11 bullets, 11 holes. I just want to know how you do that insurance claim. There is none. What, what, you, what you say on that insurance claim? I mean, you don't get nothing but from, dis, from destroying your own stuff, man. You don't get paid for that. Yeah, but you know the crazy thing about it? He's lucky he didn't hit his airbag. True. I'm just, I'm just saying, like... Because that would have deployed. I'm just saying, could Jake from State Farm help him out? No. Nah. <laughs> no. Not even the white Jake. No. <laughs> Why we got to have a white Jake? Because there was one. There was. A... I don't remember him. The first ad campaign for Jake from State Farm, he was Jake was a white dude. Hey, can we just... And he was wearing khakis. He really was. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I do the, remember that now. The, uh, the, the unruly wife comes down, starts yelling. Yeah. But yo... How dope is that guy now? Because I'm watching All Star Saturday Night. He's walking from the back like the players be coming in. And I'm just like, wow, okay. Stay Farm is just saying, yo, we gonna put Jake anywhere he can be. Period. So, ah, uh, is he ever gonna be anything? Is he ever gonna be anything else other than Jake from Stay Farm now? I, I hope they pay him enough. Well, they are, but I'm just saying it's like it's just if like I see flow him doing from progressive. Else, it's just yeah. like flow from progressive. Like yeah. that's just who you are now. Yeah. You can't do anything else. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a lifetime gig till you get old to me. And flow can get old, she'll still be flow. Lines are paying. Pretty good gig. Word light. Two or three times. Plus, she gets she gets paid every time uh, that that commercial runs. 
So there's, there's that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she's got an agent to make sure she's taken care of. Because that agent got to get his 20%. All right. My five time. This is an easy my five. Five things you can do right now to make your life easier, but you haven't done them. Who would like to start? I'll start. I'll, oh, okay. You got it. You go ahead. Go ahead, Moby. Go yeah, ahead. I got it. One, nothing. Because I'd be saying, because if it's going to make my life easier, trust me, I would have already done it. <laughs> <laughs> two, he said, um, one, nothing. Two is number one. <laughs> Three is number two. <laughs> Four is number three. three. <laughs> and five is number one. This guy here. He's got the best list ever. <laughs> I'm just uh, saying, like, I can't I can't think of anything that I could do that make my life easier that I'm not currently doing. You sure about that? Be- because if it would make my life easier. And I'm not doing it. The only reason I wouldn't be doing it is because it's hard to do. <laughs> Which in tune isn't necessarily making my life easier. That's adding a difficulty to it. Okay. But the irony in that is what he said. It's just like usually if you want to make your life easier, you got to go to work to do it, to make your life easier. Well, yeah. The best way to make a game easy is to r- really work hard and practice. Just like, Yeah. But if you ain't practicing, then what you doing? I don't know. All right, AG, what's your five? Hopefully, it's not like that. <laughs> it, it's, it, it was still the best, though. <laughs> I mean, it's better than my five. <laughs> uh, lose weight, apply for a new job, make some more music. Whoa, wow. whoa, you ready to you ready to leave the factory? Yeah, man, it's kind of okay. I, I got another question though, like. It would make your life easier after the fact, but like the process of doing all of those things sounds like work. <laughs> but, that, but that's why I said what I said. Your life doesn't get easier until you, you know, you got to go to work to make your life easier. I told you it was ironic. Because if I apply for the job I'm thinking about, I'll make so much more money. And then once I get there, my life will be easier. If I mix more music, I have to really go through a lot of different things and level up but once i get there my life will be easier if i lose weight same thing the work is miserable but the result just saying okay so, you know finish, finish your list i'm sorry uh buy a home and purchase an, an electric vehicle with the job uh, with the money for my new job all right full electric huh you trying to go tesla no, I don't necessarily need a Tesla, but it needs to be 300 mile range and it needs to look good. So whatever that <laughs> so is. So you want to do full electric? You trying to save the world? Well, I save the world by not eating a lot of meat, but but I just don't like going to a gas station all the time. Fair. Because <laughs> I mean, if I could roll past a gas station and not care, or like last year, last summer when uh when they they had this gas hiccup and I have to worry about it. Because I'd run off of electricity or whatever. Yeah, I'd love that feeling. And that new that new Chevrolet Silverado. Shoot, come on, man. It do that. It does look good. It does. It really looks really good. So, and it uh, you know. So that's what's up. That's my five. Okay. Cool, cool. Uh, so my five, and the question to remind people: the question is five things you can do right now to make your life easier, but you haven't done them. Um, clean my apartment. I mean. Just that way I wanted to look at it. Um, 
<laughs> get get stuff set up so I can buy myself a house too. Cause you know, nobody wants to do that. I want to, but eh, something comes up like the couch. Um, I want to clean my car so my car will be clean. A lot of cleaning in your life, man. I know, right? I want to work out harder. I work out now, but I need to work out harder to lose weight. I gotta, I gotta level up on that. And I want to make a list of things to do. Well, you got one of those done. I mean, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> you may, well, and, and the thing about the, and the thing about working out, I don't know if you need to work out harder as much as like the other part of that. Yeah. Just saying. And the only I mean, reason I can say that is because I'm, I'm there, too. So I'm just saying. Usually, if you're working out hard, there's something else wrong, too. Well, I mean, yeah. You know, we'll talk a little bit about that later. But, you know, it's... Yeah. Yeah. That's that's all I got to say on that. But, AG, what's on your mind, man? Uh, Get out of my country. Go back to where you came from. The hell? That, that's what's on my mind. Again, it's one of those things that, that you hear... And you don't really think about it. You might get upset. If somebody tells you that, you know, go back to Africa, go back to India. Uh, I don't know what you tell Native Americans, but I mean, you, they will even want them to go back to somewhere, you know. And so I thought about it, just trying to make sense of it. I didn't really make sense of it. Didn't do that. But I just want to let people to know that it's funny how the people that want you to go back somewhere are the very people who took it from you to start with. I've been listening to a lot of Native American podcasts or, you know, podcasts with Native American subject matter. And it's so crazy. It's like, we're always telling folk to go back to somewhere. And we either, either took them from where they were, where they were minding their own freaking business, or we took the land that they, that belonged to them before we got here. And I say we, I ain't part of that. I'm just saying mainstream America. And then you create a narrative that's been around so long, you think you actually discovered this. No, you didn't discover Jack. You arrived. There's a difference. But it's just one of those funny things. That's it. That's all I got. All right. Go back to where you came from. Yeah. Just, I mean, notice, just keep just notice who says that constantly. I feel like I've never heard anyone actually say that in person, which is weird. What to I you? Know, yeah, I've never heard anyone say that. I can person. tell you why. I can tell you why you've never heard anyone say that to you. Because you're six two, two hundred something pounds. Not, yeah, not even helps. just not that even helps. just say it to me. I've never heard anyone like just say it in general. Because you, I know, two, I know people pounds. have said it. I'm not talking about directed to me. I'm just saying like directed to anyone else. I've never been in a person and heard somebody say that. Like, I know people have said it. Yeah. Hey, man, people be scanning the room, man. They, 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 when you, when you say something like that, you picking your spot. Yeah. Usually years, usually you're in a room with most of the people that look like you. And they don't, and they don't perceive threats. But that's not always true either. And I've heard it's because it was comfortable for me to hear it because it wasn't directed at me. But it was still uncomfortable in general because I'm like, why you got to tell that dude? Really? Why? What? Okay. That's what we're doing. 
it just wasn't happening to me. It's like it's like when I tell people about watching Yellowstone. Yellowstone is really comfortable for me is because the racism is not directed at me, which makes Yellowstone fake as hell to start with. But the the racism is directed at Native Americans. But again, like I said before, you telling them people to that they didn't you telling the people they discovered that you discovered something they knew about for thousands of years they had been here for real think about the narrative that has been going on it's that we have just is indoctrinated in our in our hearts and minds and is the fabric of this country native americans sitting around here in this foolishness like y'all serious right now okay okay so i've heard it it's ridiculous. And the irony of it is you're either talking to somebody that you stole from or you snatched and displaced where everybody is in a diaspora, where you live in a place that you really don't belong because somebody stole you. Slave trade. Or somebody stole from you and made it theirs, which is just theft. But because you were creating the narrative, because you won then, you know, there's that. Just saying. A lot of reflecting last couple of weeks. All right. All right. Moby, what's on your mind? Um, black people, why can't we have nice things? <laughs> I just, I just want to know, why can't we have nice things, man? <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not talking about rims and... And, and a big house or ignorant amount of jewelry that depreciates in value as soon as you get it. Like, I'm not talking about any of that stuff. Why can't we have nice things like peace of mind or like a place where we can go listen to music and have a drink and dance with members of the opposite sex without one of you ignorant ass motherfuckers coming in there to start some stuff. So I went out for like the first time in ever since COVID and I'm at a establishment. It's a, it's a sports bar. That slash, I guess they have part of it that turns into a bit of a nightclub. And they're playing the most ratchetest of ratchet music from start to finish. Which, hey, I can appreciate it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for Southern hip hop. So, like, of course, they're right in my wheelhouse of music. But I also understand that as you play this ratchet music and people are drinking a lot of guys feel like they got to actually live up to what the music is playing and the music that's playing so i go to the bathroom and while i'm in the bathroom i hear calls for security apparently there's a fight <laughs> i come out half the place is cleared out they turn the lights back on the mc's going this is why black folk can't have nothing <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> And I'm sitting there. I hate there to laugh at this. I hate to laugh. At and this. I'm sitting there wondering, like, why? Why is this funny to me? Because he's absolutely right. But silver lining, the DJ took over. Not the MC. The DJ was like, "Hey, turn the lights out," and proceeded to play nothing but '90s and '80s R&B, and then old school like. Maze and Frankie Beverly, like just all the old school two-stepping music. This is how we do and it. nothing and nothing transpired from that moment. And then that's when I realized 
these brothers in here are slaves <laughs> to hip hop. We did are you, slaves to did it. You hear that? I, I appreciate the pregnant pause there. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but, but because I've realized, I'm like these brothers, because I saw all the same dudes who was giving fake gang signs and throwing up fake gun signs every time a song came on to those same dudes were two-stepping like having a good time and I'm just like so we as a culture we're just slave to the music apparently so I I don't I don't know if life no see they won't even they weren't even playing Ruben what I would consider hip-hop music man they were playing like soul and R&B music that there was um I'm talking about before the fight Oh yeah, before the fight. Yeah, before the fight, it was all ratchet. It was it was all Gucci Man, Yo Gotti, Lil What's His Name, Lil What's His Name. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) One of the forms of the baby, the baby, a baby, Lil Baby, Yo Baby, baby. (laughs) Newborn. I said, entertainer said, Lil Pistol Starter. Um, (laughs) They was playing. They was playing all the usual suspects. Money bag, yo. Um, a whole bunch of names that I don't even understand anymore because I'm old and I'm not even trying to be down anymore. Like I'm cool with being over. It's over for me. <laughs> it's over for you. <laughs> but but then the, but then the MC was saying as 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 all these gangster ass dudes was in there singing Maze and Frankie Beverly, <laughs> he was like, a lot of y'all dudes are showing your age. Yeah, we got a whole. He said that. Yeah. Because I'm like, wrong. yo, there's, there's a lot of 50 year old gangsters in here, and I'm trying to figure out how you make it to 50, still being at the club trying to do gangster stuff, like because they just trying and ain't doing. It's called yeah, at some point know. in time, you gotta realize when you're supposed to be the chaperone. I'm saying you <laughs> look, we everybody hits that stage <laughs> where you you become the chaperone, whether you like it or not. Like you might not want to admit it you might not want to embrace like look when i go to the basketball court i'm the chaperone as soon as soon as i walk in and somebody refers to me as og i'm like okay yeah i'm officially the chaperone i'm i'm the one that's gotta be like hey man you ain't gotta do that young blood (laughs) young blood (laughs) (laughs) that's when they know they made it when they get called young blood young blood Uh, i know you think you know something about life but promise i promise you i done seen it Ain't nothing. I d- ain't nothing new under the sun. That's some old people shit to say. Uh, ain't nothing new under the sun. But it I, ain't. Was th- I was through with it before you knew what to do with it. <laughs> now, that's a new one. That's a new one. That, oh man, I'm glad oh, you put God. that on wax. I was through with it before you knew what to do with it. That was good. <laughs> that, that sounds like some random girl that we ain't gonna talk about. But nah, wow, I don't know where I've heard that before, but I know I've heard that. <laughs> But yeah, that's what's on my mind, man. We need to have nice things, and music is the key, apparently. I do have one question: Is like, why can't we have nice things? The equivalent of that's some white people ish. Is that the same thing? I mean, yeah, but I don't. I, I've I've never frequented like some hard rock white establishments before. I've frequented just plain old white establishments that play. Um, at one point, at some point in time, "Sweet Home Alabama" is gonna get played. That's a unifying and song. I, it, it is for them. For them, yeah. <laughs> we 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 know it, and that's, that's I, usually when we know we we're in the wrong place. I'm not a fan, but hey. But what I'm saying is, 
it's a different experience. Ain't a whole lot of shooting and whatever. Now, you might get a fight. Yeah. But something legit has to go off. I just don't. Yeah, it's a different experience. You're right. Because because the fact fact that you can be in a mosh pit and people can be throwing bows and punching and everybody can walk out and be friends afterwards is a foreign concept to me. Because I just can't imagine being in a place and being like, oh, this music is great. It's so great. I'm going to punch you in the face and then we're going to laugh and smile about it afterwards. No, my brother. You punch me in the face, it's going to be a lot of fisticuffs. It's going to be a bit of a brouhaha, and we can't be friends afterwards. <laughs> 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 and we can't be friends anymore. <laughs> a brouhaha. Wow. All right. Yeah, he's right about that. Don't stop believing in Sweet Carolina. It's another unifying song. Yeah. That will, you will never hear in a, in a club. That ain't Ratchet. Pour some sugar on me, he's gonna play, and I'm gonna be like, Yep, this is not where I'm supposed to be. Just saying, experience <laughs> is different, man. Because the drunker they get and the right songs are playing, the more friendly it becomes. I'm just saying. All right. So, um, thank you, Moby. So, I got a couple things on my mind. First of all, yo, man, did you see Jawan Howard punch that coach in the face? coach in the face? I hope he does not get fired. Well, here's the thing he's not gonna get fired. He'll probably get suspended by the Big Ten for sure, but he'll get fired because, you know, it's the it's it's the line that everybody hates. It's the end of the game line where somebody wins and somebody loses, but you got to shake hands. And apparently, you know, he went up. Jawan was gonna let whatever go go. Coach from Wisconsin had some words. Jawan put his finger in his face, and I was just like, bro. That was your time to back away. He did not do that. Then his assistants come in. Then next thing you know, everybody come in. And I guess some assistants said the wrong thing to Juwan. And he had that big size 85 hand and punched him. And next thing you know, it's a brouhaha, as Moby like to say. And there are some players fighting. It's crazy. I ain't mad at him. Because clearly Jawan was going to do this layup line against his better judgment and whatever, but the coach stopped him, put his arm on his hand, on his, on his, um, on his like forearm right here, wanted to say something. That was not the time, coach. That was not the time. I don't know what happened in the game. They got beat by like nine. I don't know what happened. I didn't investigate any further. They're trying to go off the air. Yeah, they and, got beat by like 14 or something. Yeah, they're trying to go off the air, and the commentator's like, well, on the layup line, oh, the two coaches are talking. Not, like, stop saying layup line. It's, it's, they, they were getting the, the, high, it's the high five, man. They were, whatever, they were whatever, dapping man. each other up. Yeah, it's the, it's the um, yeah, we lost, but we got to give you five anyway line. And, because <laughs> I mean, nobody wants, man, you just lost this team. Like, I understand good sportsmanship, but I get it. I ain't mad. I just get it. But, you know, basically what happened was that was the wrong time to talk to Jawan Howard. Next thing you know, it's a brouhaha. He's going to get suspended a couple games. He ain't going to lose his job. But, I mean, if the dude had an issue, he asked you to step away, you probably should have just paid attention. Um, number two, hey, I will leave this segment by saying get your ass checked. Last week, your boy had a colonoscopy because I'm old. Because you're old. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, get a colonoscopy when you get old. 
you're supposed to get it around 40 ish whatever hey it's 40 man now. it used to be 50 now nah, they want you to get it younger now no i'm saying it used to be 50 now it's 40 yeah so hey get your colonoscopy the 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 prep day sucks you can't eat anything and then you know literally for the next four like two days you're pooping out liquid but get it checked out because you don't want to find anything you don't need in there um surprisingly i'll find out on thursday what's up because oh, I thought you, you got the same you got it on the same day now oh okay now and then some i literally got a message hey you have an appointment thursday i do hmm, i guess i do so <laughs> we'll find out on thursday i don't know but yeah they put you to sleep and they stick some up your butt so but get it checked because you don't want to have cancer um and the last thing then we'll go <sighs> the revolution will not be televised except for this one will it is that time ladies and gentlemen it is time for the peeps revolution <laughs> We are a little over a month away <laughs> from Easter. <laughs> Go get your peeps. Look, man, there are so many positive things about these peeps. Let me tell you what's in these peeps. Let's see. Oh, it's upside down. Can't read it. Sugar, corn syrup, gelatin. So if you have if you're a vegetarian, you can't eat it. Um, hey man, only 110 calories per peep. I'd rather have a chicken wing. But there's only 270 per container. So all I'm saying is for the last couple of years, we've been talking about the peeps. Look, see, haha. Peeps are all natural. They are also gluten-free and fat-free. Come on, man. Gluten-free peeps. If you're gluten, if you got gluten allergy, you can eat peeps. If you got a fat, if you like, if you don't like fat. You can eat peeps. All I'm saying is, I saw the peep in the store today and I was like, I ain't had a peep in like two years because I'm type 2 diabetic. And, you know, but my stuff is low right now. First peep in about two years. God bless America. I need to drink like two gallons of water after this. But it tastes so good. It tastes so good. And this is the peep. These are the real peeps. Um, you're soon closer to Easter. You'll have peeps, bunny peeps. Hey, look, all natural, baby. And, and Moby leaves. <laughs> all natural. <laughs> all natural. You peep. You all. What about a peep is all natural? Hey, man, you know what it is. It's 100% pure. Sure. You're right. It's like eating tofu once a year. <laughs> w. Brian 81. Yuck. <laughs> Would I eat peeps year-round? No. They're not for year-round. It's only for Easter. Get your peeps. Peeps are not for human consumption. Like, they shouldn't be for human consumption, period. No, well, I'm not, not getting be paid for this. any consumption, but guess what? No, I'm not getting paid for this, but hey... If you want to pay me, holler at me. I'll put a commercial on the show about peeps all day, all night. All I'm saying is, ladies and gentlemen, it's the peep revolution. And you either on 
the Revolution tour bus, or you're not. I'm not. Man, if we, had, if, if, if we was out here doing a high five lineup, you might get a right hand like Juwan Howard gave us. You, you really just gave us like an extra two minutes about the Pete Revolution, the revolution that will be televised, you, that only you and Peeps know about. Hey, man, I, Peeps, I'm just trying to figure out how what's diabetic is promoting any of this. Oh, no, it's not good for diabetics at all. It's not good for people. It's not good for anything. <laughs> it's not good for people. <laughs> there's nothing. Y'all ain't that people. Ben- there's nothing in life that benefits from consumption of peeps. Nothing, except the company that sells them, and but they only, should not be permitted to. It's but poison. it only comes. It only comes one time a year. Hey man, and it, you get that chocolate Easter bunny on Easter. Get your marshmallow peeps, and I don't eat marshmallows. So all I'm saying is. Hey, look. Wait, wait! You don't eat what? This is the first marshmallow I've had in two years. I don't really like marshmallows. How's a peep a marshmallow? That's it's marshmallow filling, man. Oh, is it okay? Yeah, it's literally it's literally a marshmallow shaped in a shaped as a peep with um sugar on it. What is a peep? A bird. It's it's sugar. That's what a peep is. <laughs> it's a bird. So, but like I'm saying, you know, hey, all I'm saying, the revolution will be televised and get your peeps now before they're sold out. They're not going to sell out. (laughs) No, because they make too damn many of them. (laughs) Five million a year. (laughs) Is it a year? No, it's a year. Yeah, they make five million a year and then they don't make it. they, They make them in January and they stopped making them around like Easter and then that whole batch lasts the rest of the year. So you want to get your kids or your niece or nephew something that's cool and your and, and the parents will hate your guts, get us some peeps. Um, type 1 diabetes should not have peeps. That's all I'm saying. Uh, they won't sell out. <laughs> uh, you know, surprisingly, they probably won't. But you can't get them in stores after Easter, but you can get them on Amazon after Easter. So, which means you've done research on this. Which means, <laughs> actually, in my last job a couple years ago, we did a science experiment with peeps, and I did not realize you could get them out of season. And then I went on Amazon, and they sold them out of season. I did not eat them because out of season, no way. That's Debbie just like Brown, look, that's hey, like d- eating turkey. At, that's like eating turkey in July. W. Brown eighty one. You know something ain't right when there's no generic brand. There, <laughs> that's right, baby. That is you hilarious. Need, I mean, there is no generic. I don't know, man. Give Walmart some time, bro. Walmart they, has had many years. They ain't got it done yet <laughs> because it ain't profitable. So, well, but yeah, people like you make it profitable. Nah, this ain't profitable. They ain't make no money off me. Well, they made a dollar. If it weren't profitable, they wouldn't make them. Exactly. Hey, I mean, like I said, this is my first peep in two years, man. Get off my case. So, thank you for joining everybody on this episode. Just um, trying to start a peep revolution, and you're gonna look at me like is this over? <laughs> also, if you decide that you want to have peeps. Take a picture and send it to us at 5minute119 at gmail.com. If you do so, your pictures will show up on the next episode of the 5-Minute Warning. 
So, with that being said, like thank everybody who was listening to us today. It's like um, you're promoting peep porn. Like, like you just are about to get off on peep stuff now. Peep hub. <laughs> <laughs> you know the sad part about that is there's probably some out there. But I want if no there, if there that. was, you would already research nope, this. You would already nope, know. No, 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 that's not true. But because that's that's a little bit too much. But um, but yeah. So thanks for joining us on this episode. Um, thank you for those on the chat. Thank you for those who are listening who did not get on the chat. Um, once again, five minute warning dot com or whatever. AKA, AKA the Peep Show. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> the, the problem, with, hey man, we can't say that, man. We might get, we might get sued. We don't own that. Um, but yeah, definitely. Ooh, the bubbles. Um, definitely check us out on the podcast, especially if you missed the last episode, which was the world premiere of Hey Ladies. I'm pretty sure you want to listen to that because it is worth it. Once again, thank you to Moby. Thank you to AG. We appreciate all of you. We will hear from you. We will see you again next week, 9 o'clock p.m. on Sunday. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Just tell somebody. We are out. Peace, hair grease, love, soul. And let's try to have some good things around here, people. Later. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5 Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast, at Nugeman25, at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5 Minute Warning, AG underscore 5 Minute Warning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The Five Minute Warning.